Thank you for tuning in to Union Wesley Church's podcast. We pray that this message blesses you. We are honored and grateful to the Lord um, that he has saw fit to spare each of our lives, allow us to be able to wake up and see another Lord's day. Allow us to be able to worship even though it might be virtually. Amen. We're still able to worship the Lord today. Amen. I want to thank God for music ministry. I, I say it all the time. Music has a lot to do with the impact of the worship service. Amen. So we thank God for Jason. Amen. We thank God for Ronald. Amen. And we thank God for Tim. Amen. They're a wonderful, wonderful team that has made sure that every Sunday for some six, maybe seven Sundays, they've been present as we bring worship to where the people are. So we're grateful for them, grateful for our worship leader, the Reverend King Newsom. A man who prayed a very powerful prayer uh, today. Uh, so again, we thank God for all of them and the part, the role that they have played to make worship happen today. Amen. Would you just bow your head and close your eyes? Eternal God, our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your presence. And God, we thank you that we are yet in the land of the living. Oh Lord, we ask that you will touch your vessel, that your vessel might be used by you. Oh God, I pray that you would help me to decrease, and I ask that you would increase. So much so, Lord, that people will not see Brian, but God, they will see the Christ that we preach about and the Christ that we serve use me as you've never used me before I pour everything that you have poured into me I pour it out now in the offering plate of service this is our sincere prayer in Jesus precious name amen Amen. I want to call your attention for those of you that are streaming, those of you that are watching, um, back to just one singular passage or verse of scripture. I want to look again at verse number seven of John chapter four. Verse number seven, it says, There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. Amen. Jesus said unto her, give me to drink. Uh, last Sunday, um, we shared a message with you. He's committed to you. Amen. And the Lord blessed us. We had amazing worship. He's committed to you. Now, I only know that. Um, because I looked it up from last week. I didn't remember it. I had to look it up. Um, but today I want to talk about last week he's committed to you. Today I want to talk about he will do it just for you. He will do it just for you. 
Amen. Come on, let's go to work on this one. Breaking a rule. I said breaking a rule should only be broken if the old one is no longer efficient or effective. I said breaking a rule should only be broken if the old one is no longer efficient and no longer effective. If a rule is broken, the question might be asked, who will it benefit? If a rule is broken, who should get value and equity from the rule that's being broken. Hear me, because it's not about just a few people being benefited, but breaking the rule ought to benefit some others as well. Are you listening to me? Rule breaking is one of the things that is unique about the God that we serve. The God that we serve is known for breaking sometimes his own rules. Sometimes. Listen to me. And he breaks them just for us. A breakthrough can't happen until a rule is broken. And every person in here that gives God praise for a breakthrough is saying thank you God for breaking a rule. Amen. Something was supposed to stop me. Something was supposed to block me, but, but God gave me a breakthrough, which means that God broke a rule. God specializes in breaking rules. Where God wants you, you are not qualified, but God will break a rule to get you where God wants you to be. Where you want to be is not where you have paid your dues. But God will break a rule and to get you where God wants you to be when other folk think you don't deserve it. How you want to live sometimes is not where you have earned it. But the God that we serve will break a rule so that you and I can live how he wants us to live. Hear me, in spite of all of that, God is about to break a rule to get somebody today where God wants you to be. God is about to break a rule to get somebody to where God promised them they would be. God showed you what you would have, where you would be, and God will break a rule to get you there. There are some things that you are getting ready to happen in your life, and the only reason it's going to happen is because God breaks a rule just for you. And because of what God is getting ready to do, it's going to bring forth, hear me somebody, because of what God is getting ready to do, because God is getting ready to break a rule just for you, it's going to bring forth some opposition in your life. It will bring forth some opposition because God is going to break a rule just to bless your life. 
And I'm telling you, people are going to look at you and roll their eyes and suck their teeth. People are going to look at you and be mad at you, but they need to understand you didn't make this happen for yourself. But God is the one who made it happen. And God is the one who broke a rule just for you. But hear me, get ready for some opposition. Get ready for people to talk about you behind your back. Get ready for people to say you don't deserve what it is that God is about to do in your life. But you need to tell them that God is the one who made it happen just for you. Hear me, God is about to do something for you. That what God is about to do, listen, some folk ain't going to like you. And if we tell the truth, if, if you wasn't you, you would like what God is about to do for you in your life. Hear me, God is about to leapfrog or jump over some people to get you where God wants you to be. And I'm telling you, people are going to be jealous and people are going to be mad because God is about to break a rule to bless you in your life. Listen, and you and I ought to be thankful and grateful that God would break a rule just for us. Are you listening to me? Hear me, you and I have not done all that we ought to do. You and I are not perfect. You and I have done some things in our life. Hear me, the enemy really is right when it comes to us not paying our dues and our debt for some things to happen in our life. But God says, I don't care about all of that. I'm going to break a rule and I'm going to bless you. I'm going to break a rule that nobody else is able to do this in your life but me. You and I can't just sit there this morning. And I know many are streaming uh, from your living room or you're streaming from the bedroom. But, but listen, you and I ought not sit there and act like we have earned and we deserve everything that God has done and what he's about to do for us. The blessings that we have received is only because God did it. God broke a rule just for us. And the next blessing we're about to receive, you better get ready because God is going to break a rule just for you. Now somebody said, now listen, Rev, I hear all of that. But what does that have to do with the text? That's what the text is all about. God breaks a rule in the text. Somebody said, what do you mean? Listen, the text says Jesus has left from the area of Judea. And the text says, Jesus said, I must need go through Sychar, which is a city of Samaria. This is a place by the rules that Jews don't hang out. This is a place by the rules that Samaritans do hang out. This is a place by the rules. That Jews and Samaritans have hatred toward one another. This is a place by the rules that I'm telling you, Samaritans and Jews have nothing to do with each other. These are the rules. But the text says that Jesus stopped by Jacob's well. The rule was that you don't stop by any city in Samaria. But Jesus breaks the rule and stops in a place that he was not supposed to stop 
there. Listen, Jesus stops there in Sychar because there's somebody that needs a confrontation with the Lord for themselves. He stops by a place and breaks the rules because somebody needs a blessing from the Lord. Jesus is tired, he's thirsty, and here comes this sister with this dark resume and this bad reputation. This woman comes to the well at noon and not during the morning, which was the customary time for women to come and to draw water from the well. This woman comes at noon because the sisters in the town don't want to be bothered with her and don't want... To deal with her. This sister come to the well at noon. She needs help. She needs guidance. She needs mentoring. But the sisters in this text are so spiritual. That they don't want to associate with sister girl. Because she is seen as beneath them. And less than who they are. Can I be honest right here for just a moment? I get so sick and tired of church folk who act like they can't associate with some people anymore. I get tired of people that go to church and call on the name of Jesus. But they see other people as beneath them and not where they are. The truth of the matter is, some of us, we have fed into what other people have had to say about us. Hear me, the ignorance here is the woman at Jacob's well who has bought in to what these sisters are thinking and saying about her. Hear me, somebody, you and I need to stop listening to the wrong people. You and I need to stop giving authority to the wrong voices because listen it don't matter what anybody else has to say about us what matters is what I got to say about myself what matters most is what the Lord has to say about me so let's stop empowering people who have so much negativity and pessimism about what we can't be and what we cannot do. You need to understand your name ain't Jesus. And hear me, if he thinks enough about me to make a drive-by, then listen, I refuse to believe what somebody else says and somebody else thinks about me. Listen, the only one that matters is what you say and what the Lord says. You and I can care less about what anybody else thinks and what they say about us. So Jesus, Jesus breaks the rules as he comes by Sychar. And then Jesus says to her, give me a drink. I believe this woman thought that Jesus was just like all of the other men in her life. When you read the context, this is about a woman and men. Hear me. I believe she thought that Jesus was like every other man uh, that she had come in contact with. I believe that when she heard Jesus say, give me a drink, I think that sister girl thought Jesus was hitting on her or coming on to her. Hear me, but Jesus comes with a different agenda. That ain't like everybody else's agenda. Listen to what she said. Jesus said, give me a drink. And she says, she said, you don't have a bucket. And the well, the well is deep here. Hear me. So Jesus breaks the rule. He breaks the rule. Can I show you just a few quick things real quick? Jesus breaks 
He breaks the rule. Jesus breaks the rule by speaking to this woman. A man was not supposed to speak to a woman in public unless it was your wife. By the time we start dealing with Corinthians and Paul, Paul says, let the women be quiet when they come to church or when we come together. But, but hear me, in antiquity, a woman was not supposed to speak to a man in public unless it was his wife. The Lord is breaking the rule by just talking to her. Hear me, he didn't touch her. He just talked to her. He didn't lay hands on her. He just talked to her. He didn't anoint her with oil. He just talked to her. Jesus is not supposed to be talking to her just like he ain't supposed to be talking to all of us. But I'm so glad that the Lord doesn't think too highly of our bad background or our shady past or our jacked up reputation. But the Lord says, I'm talking to her whether the tradition and the custom says you ought not say a mumbling word. And somebody ought to be happy where you are right now that the Lord spoke to you and talk to you irregardless of your past and your reputation. Jesus talks to who he wants to talk to and I thank the Lord that he talks to me and aren't you glad that the Lord talks to you. You and I should take joy in the fact that as messed up as our life has been from time to time the Lord still talked to us hear me he knows your name oh yes he does the bible declares that he knows the number of hair that you have on your head hear me the lord knows your address the lord knows where you live and somebody ought to be glad that god just doesn't talk at church but god will talk in your house and somebody has heard the lord talking to them during this virus of covid 19 and the reason you ain't crazy the reason you ain't choke somebody in your house is because the lord god almighty has been talking to me Thank you, Lord, for, for talking to us. Can I tell you another rule that Jesus breaks? Jesus breaks the rule by asking for help. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. Listen, biblically, Jesus is living water. Somebody say amen. That's what the scripture says. He is living water. Not only is Jesus living water, but, but Jesus has spoken to water. Remember when he was um, in the middle of a sea? And remember Jesus speaks to the wind and the wave. And Jesus said, peace, be still. And the wind and the waves and the water cease when Jesus spoke. So hear me, Jesus has proven he can make water do, catch me somebody, he can make water do whatever he wants water to do. And listen, I hope you're listening to me. All I'm really trying to say to you is when Jesus can speak to the water and he is living water, then understand Jesus really don't need the water from this sister. Hear me, Jesus wants this sister to know that and I'll use you when I want to use you. So Jesus stops there so that he might use this woman is what he does. 
Hear me, the water obeys him. He don't need water. He is all of the water that any of us could ever stand in need of. And you and I, you and I need to understand that, that we need Jesus way more than Jesus needs us. Is there a witness here today? Listen, listen, I can't preach without Jesus. Jason, you can't play without Jesus. I can't count the Lord's money without him. I can't do the work of missionaries without I can't sing without him. I can't open no doors without him. I can't breathe without Jesus. So I thank God that he blesses me every day of my life. I need him more than he needs me. And I'm grateful that the Lord chooses to use Brian Scott Relford. I thank God that he chooses to use me. Now, uh, I'm, I'm done. Can I give you? Can I give you one more rule? Can I give you just one? Can I give you one more rule that Jesus breaks? Jesus, catch this, somebody. Jesus is breaking the rule to introduce you to the you you was meant to be, as opposed to the you that you have become. Can I say it one more time, Tim? I just gotta repeat it one more time. Jesus breaks the rule to introduce you to the you you was meant to be as opposed to the you that you have become. Hear me, this text is all about a you that this sister has become. Hear me, she comes to draw water not in the morning, but she comes to draw water at noon. This woman is out of order and out of place. The Lord is so good that he met her even when she is out of place and out of custom, out of tradition. Hear me, this ain't for everybody because we got some super saints and some holy rollers who have never been out of place a day in their life. But I wonder, is there any believers that are streaming that know something about being out of order, being out of place in some time in your life? And the only reason you're still breathing is because God is so good that he even comes to see us when we're out of place. Uh, Jesus is breaking the rule for this sister. Jesus says to her, catch him now. Jesus says to her, he said, go get your husband. Are y'all, I'm not making this up. Ronald, I ain't making, he says, go get your husband. Jesus is not supposed to be talking to this woman, but he says, go get your husband. And she's, I'm in the text. The text says, she says, I ain't got no husband. Jesus said, you're right, and the one you're with now ain't your husband either. Hear me, somebody, I'm in the text. Jesus says, you're right, you have no husband, you've had five husbands, and the one that you are with is not your husband. Can I give you another nugget right here? He meets her so that she can meet him, and in meeting him, she can face herself and in facing herself she can meet herself and in meeting herself she will not like herself and in not liking herself she can ask jesus make me over 
She can ask Jesus, listen, can you turn things around in my life? Has the Lord ever introduced you to you and you did not like the you that he introduced you to? Did you ever meet the real you? And in meeting the real you, you said, Lord, would you make me over? You found yourself saying, Lord, I need you to do a change in my life. Hear me, somebody, when this woman meets Jesus, she finds fulfillment. Jesus says you had five husbands, and the reason you have five husbands and the one you're with ain't your husband is because you have not found fulfillment in no man in your life. Hear me, some sister that's watching who's declared that all men ain't nothing but dogs. No baby you might just be a dog catcher and it's time for you to meet Jesus and when you meet Jesus you'll find fulfillment that no other man is able to give you is there a witness in the house is there anybody here who didn't find forgive fulfillment in a job didn't find fulfillment in money but ever since you met Jesus you have found fulfillment he fulfills us is what he does and when he fulfills us then he changes us I'm done I really mean it this time I'm done I, I really mean I'm done but I'm telling you you won't find fulfillment in anything else but the Lord Jesus Christ somebody has had seven jobs in one year and you always say it's your supervisor's fault the devil is a liar you ain't found fulfillment in the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody else is saying, uh, every class that you've taken and you didn't get the grade you ought to get, you say it's the teacher's fault. No, baby, you ain't found the fulfillment that comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. Jason, I'm done. Uh, she has five husbands. Jesus says, you had five. And then he says, listen, and the one that you're with ain't your husband either. That means she got six. And somebody needs to understand she met Jesus in John chapter 4 at Jacob's well that means seven somebody told me that seven is the number of completion that tells me when she met Jesus she found completion I'm complete in Jesus he's everything I need he is bread when you're hungry, water when you're thirsty, a bridge over troubled water, your keeper in COVID-19. I find my completion. It's in him that I move, that I breathe my completion. Your completion is found in Jesus. Amen. And amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Eternal God, our Heavenly Father, we want to confess that God, we, like this sister, have gone after the wrong things in life. That God, we have sought fulfillment in the wrong places. And Lord, Every since we met Jesus, every since we opened the doors of our hearts and have let Christ come in to sup with us, oh God, we want to acknowledge that we've never been the same. 
So God, right now, we want to thank you. Wherever we are, God, wherever we're streaming right now, we're declaring thank you, Jesus. That one day, God, you stepped into my heart. And one day, God, you changed my life. Oh, God, if people really knew what I used to do and where I used to go, God, they wouldn't want to sit by me. They would not want to be associated with me. But thank you, Jesus, that you have come into my life. My life has been drastically changed. Oh, God. Somebody said that my hands look new, my feet look new. Oh God, that's the kind of change that only you can bring into our lives. So Lord, I pray right now for all that are watching. God, it's time to make a decision for your kingdom right now. And Lord, what we've discovered in the midst of these virtual worship services is God that people are receiving your word. Oh God, your word is being received not just in Washington, D.C. and in Maryland. But God, your word is going forth to New York, to Alabama, to North Carolina, to South Carolina, to Pennsylvania, God, to Wisconsin. Lord, your word is going forth. And God, we thank you for every soul that is watching right now. And Lord, we've discovered that people are able to get saved in their house. People are able to come to Christ while streaming this service on their iPad or their smartphone. And in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask now that you'll move right now, God, wherever they are. Oh, God, somebody wants to receive Christ for the first time in their life. Somebody wants this kind of change that, that this woman found in Jesus. Oh, Lord, I pray that you'll move right now. And God, whoever is watching, Lord, that wants to be saved, they want to confess Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. God, do it right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, right now, we're going to give your name thanks, glory, and praise for that man, that woman, that boy, or that girl who's being saved. Help them to understand, God, you don't get saved by watching church. But you get saved by confession of faith of the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God that God raised from the dead right now. Somebody is receiving Christ. And Lord, we thank you for it right now. God, we extend the opportunity for somebody to rededicate, recommit their life to you wherever they are today. Well, God, somebody knows that it seems as though they have drifted further and further apart from you. And God, today they want to make a decision of drawing close to you. Oh God, today they want to be restored. Oh God, we thank you for the spirit of restoration, God, that is going forth right now in the precious name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you for restoring that man, that woman, that boy, or that girl. Oh God, help them to understand right now, God, that you love them. Help them to know, God, there's nothing any of us could ever do that would stop you from loving us. Oh God, help them to know right now that the reason they're still breathing is because you have built a, protect, a protective hedge around them. You've been their keeper. You've been their sustainer. And somebody is saying hallelujah and thank you, Jesus. So God, we've got salvation. We've got rededication. God, everybody ought to have a spiritual home, a church family. And God, I know all of this is new to us. 
but God we extend to somebody that's streaming somebody that's watching that's saved already they're committed already but God they don't have a spiritual home they don't have a church family God somebody wants to make Union Wesley in Washington DC their their spiritual family God that that will pour your word into them that will help them to grow and mature in their walk with you whoever's watching God give them the boldness give them Lord the strength to say I know that Union Wesley isn't perfect but I need a spiritual home I need a church family that'll pray for me when I need prayer that'll help me when I need help that will pour the word of God into my life that my life might be transformed God we thank you for salvation rededication and somebody making a decision to join this body of faith in Jesus precious name let every heart wherever you are say amen come on say amen again one more time say amen we've been doing it in Bible study give the Lord a virtual hand clap of praise amen come on put them together come on come on this is unto the Lord amen who has broken rules in your life thank you Lord for what you have done for me thank you God for making ways just for me amen I pray that you've been blessed uh, by this worship service today I pray that you've been encouraged and built up by God's word.